Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Overdue Podcast. I'm here with myself, Austin Kennedy. Eastar Saxena. And a third assist. Um, and yeah, let's get right into it. Um, a little about our backgrounds real quick. Uh, my name's Austin, freshman at UIUC, potentially studying finance. We can't declare yet, so we'll see where it goes. I'm also a part of ISBC here on campus, which is Illinois Sports Business Conference. Uh, we just had our conference last week. It was a good time looking to really see how we can improve it for next year. Um, but a little about Esar real quick. I'm a freshman here also studying mechanical engineering with a computer science minor. On campus here, I'm involved in Nobi, which is a business and engineering club, and then Illini Motorsports, which is uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's like the F1 car team. I'm on the aero sub team there. And then I'm a part of Phi Chi Theta, which is a professional business fraternity. And yeah, uh, our guest, we have a third. Um, his data, I mean, not his data. Uh, his major is finance, and he's also looking to pair that with a data science uh, add-on. He's also looking to minor in CS, and he's a senior consultant at Illinois Business Consulting and is also a member of the same frat as Isar here. Um, but yeah, we'll get into a little bit later, but me and a third are working on Defined Trajectory, and then me and Isar are co-hosts for the podcast. Uh, the Overdue Podcast. Um, but yeah, we'll talk a little bit real quick on how they're linked, and then we'll get a little bit more into that later. Um, but yeah, so Atherv, do you want to talk about how they're linked a little bit real quick? Yeah, for sure. So what's up, guys? My name's Atherv again. Um, really excited to be on this podcast that you you two are hosting. But the basically what it is is Defined Trajectory is this fitness consultation brand that me and Austin started about a month ago. Um, the brand fa- basically focuses on using scientific research and data to provide accurate and good fitness plans for our clients um, based on their needs and their time commitments and uh, any other restraints that they have. So that's what Defined Trajectory is. And this over or Overdue podcast, on the other hand, is a sub-brand that is related, like Defined Trajectory and Overdue are the same brand. Um, but Overdue focuses more on lifestyle in general, and what we, what they basically do is bring guests on that are really good at something and that can really help our lifestyle and your guys' lifestyle as well. You guys can definitely expand on that. Yeah, just to expand on the podcast a little bit more, like, like Atherv said, yeah, our goal is to bring people here that we've met on campus that are just very good at one thing that we can just seriously, like, learn. Uh, me and Austin were talking, like, our main goal here is just to, like, shut up and listen because we just want to learn more from all the people that we've met on this campus that are just so good at their one thing and we just want to bring them on and us also learn while letting our audience also be be like students almost just like learning from our from our speakers yeah and with that we'll transition to about what defined trajectory is a little bit further a third talked about it a little um, and just, again, as a reminder, me and a third are working on this, so I'm going to talk more than usual this episode, considering that's going to be one of the main subjects that we talk about. For the first question, what value do we bring when it comes to defined trajectory? You could start off, and then we'll see where it goes. Oh, yeah, so for sure. So the value we definitely, like, defined trajectory brings to its clients is we give accurate primary source information, and we give that, and we save our clients time by do, for do, by doing, oh, my God. We save clients time by doing the by having the research done for them and providing it in applicable plans that they just need to execute. So we basically take out all the time commitment, the research effort, and the ambiguity from working out into their plans so that they can just focus on what matters most, which is executing and getting 
to their fitness goals. You can expand on that, Austin? Yeah, I think how else we bring value to the table is definitely the accountability that we bring to it as well. Because when we're going with our clients, I've established a lot of really personal relationships with my clients. Uh, One of the ones that I worked with a lot, his name was Giovanni. Uh, I grew a pretty close bond with him. He's I would definitely call him a close friend now and uh, just just expand on him a little bit more. Um, he actually he actually slipped when he was com- coming out of his apartment and actually had to get surgery on his ankle, which was when he called me, he was like really, really devastated about the whole thing, which really showed how much he cared about actually how much he actually wanted to put in and change his lifestyle, which and he's still keeping that same mindset now. Which more than anything, like Giovanni, if you're listening to this man, like props up to you. We've Ina Thurve told that to you many times, but I think the accountability it brings too, because you're all once you're working with another human on a task, uh, however it may be, you're more likely to do it, you know. And especially, I like to keep tabs with all the people that I make programs for, so I'll text them like once a week, um, or something around those lines of like. Hey man, like how have the workouts been going? Are you feel like this working as well? Like what could we do better? And establishing those relationships is another great, um, great reimbursement that we get on this uh, defined trajectory stuff. But yeah, yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more. How do we plan to market it? Like what's our business like strategy with the marketing? Yeah, so for the business strategy, we definitely have a lot of things that we're working on right now. Obviously, we have a social media page. It's defined underscore trajectory on Instagram. We're also like working on a TikTok right now. So just trying to get as much information out on social media is definitely one of the marketing tactics that we're using. But on top of that as well, you know, we're really trying to make sure that this is personal and it doesn't feel like any other fitness fitness like brand or um, consultation brand that's out there. So we really are trying to maintain personal connection by really talking to people as we see them going through word of mouth and really explaining the value and personalization it can bring. I think that's the key word that Austin hit on. We're not trying to be like any big brand with fitness that is just so unpersonalized that it doesn't even really help the client anymore. We're trying to make personal relationships and truly hopefully make an impact on people's lives on like a deep level. Yeah, and I think to evidence that point, we actually have purposely not been marketing it that much because we don't want to mass market this thing and then sacrifice the relationships that we could be building. So I think the big thing that we're trying to reinforce is the whole quality over quantity when it comes to our clients. Because at the end of the day, like we're more doing this for the networking and the like the people that we can meet. Because there's so many people like, I don't know, maybe Giovanni is like at my wedding. You know what I mean? Like that type of stuff where it's like these long-term relationships that you can build, which are just... It's that that's irreplaceable, you know, but that that's our short term goal for sure. Yeah, I think like we have similar goals with the podcast and I'm sure Austin can probably just like second on that. I think short term goals being we just want to learn from people and get to know people rather than obviously we're trying to build the podcast brand. But our short term goals are just to get to know more people on the campus and learn from what they've like been going through because they're obviously older than us. We're just two freshmen just getting started on this giant campus. So I think like we have with Overdue and Defined Trajectory, which kind of goes like why it's a it's a joint brand kind of with an umbrella that holds both the companies together. Like the goals are very similar. Starting out, they're both just trying to gain knowledge from people, gain connections from people, and just overall learn more about people and learn more about what it takes to really start a business. 
Yeah, and to add on to that, I think like the fact that Overdue and Defined Trajectory are working together and under this same brand, same umbrella, it really allows both of them to benefit because we both get access to these amazing connections. These people have already done stuff that are very similar in terms of podcasts and making businesses, even if it's not the same type of business, making a variety of businesses. So these are all like skills and people that both brands definitely benefit from. And that's, I think, one of the biggest advantages of them being working together like this. Yeah. Uh, another question for you, Atherv. How do we see Defined Trajectory as more as a lifestyle brand rather than just the specialized fitness and gym um, brand? Yeah. So I think Defined Trajectory, like the biggest thing personally, like I'll, I'll just tell my story because it relates to this. But personally, I played sports for a while, but I played tennis uh, back in high school all the way since I was like 12 or 11 years old. But before that, I was just this honestly pretty fat kid who didn't really know who, what I wanted to do with my life. And I feel like sports and athletics, and especially after tennis ended, the gym really just brought me my sense of purpose. And what I mean by that is it kept me disciplined, you know, like when you go to the gym, for example, your your diet's in check because you're drinking water, so you're not going to overeat. And your sleep is in check because you know you have to wake up the next day and work out. And every workout is a reminder of how well you're recovering. If you don't recover well, you don't sleep well, your workout suffers and therefore your gains suffer. So I feel like fitness really brought that discipline and that sense of purpose to my life. So even though Defined Trajectory is a, you know, a fitness brand, what it really aims to do is help people find that discipline, find that structure, and find that value and purpose that they can really take control of their lives with. Austin, you want to add to that? Yeah, those were some great points. I think you brought up, like, your background, which is important, so I think me and Yisar could do that as well. I'll talk real quick about my lifting journey, I guess if you want to put it clichely. Um, so I started lifting in, like, eighth grade, uh, freshman year. It was always hard to get, like, a full schedule with it because I was always playing sports. I played hockey so I was a freshman, I played soccer, so I was a freshman. I played basketball a few years in high school, a couple years in high school, and I played baseball all four and bowling. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so it was always hard to get a consistent lifting schedule, but since I was a freshman, I was always trying to at least not fall behind the way I was thinking about it. And it's interesting because me and a third took quite different journeys when it came to um, um, our plans in the gym. I started when I was a freshman, and I gained 10 pounds every year, right? A third was a little different. Yeah, uh, would you <laughs> Very like Very different, yeah. Uh, I can add on to that. So, like like Austin said, he added, like, 10 pounds a year consistently. I kind of did the opposite. So, until junior year, like I said, I played tennis. And so, for tennis, I was pretty skinny, pretty lean, because I ha that's how I had optimal performance on the court. But after I stopped tennis, I was like, all right, it's time to get big. So... I gained 48 pounds from 2021 to 2022. I do not recommend it, but it was, it you know, it helped me get, put on some mass. And then from 2022 to 2023, I lost 20 of those. So right now I'm hovering around 163. But again, like I said, it's amazing that me and Austin are able to work together because our journeys are so different. I mean, he he has this consistent growth and he's been lifting for much longer. But at the same time, I have this extremely interesting journey with lifting and yet, I've also like to say I've made some progress as well. Yes, you've made progress. You don't need to be <laughs> humble about that. And then, Isar, you want to talk about yours real quick? Yeah, mine's mine's all over the place, I'd say. So, I think I was just, so starting high school, I was just a 
normal kid, I think. I wasn't I was I was a little chubby, but I wouldn't say I was like super fat or anything or obese is what let me get to it. But so I yeah, I started high school just as like a normal overweight kid as 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 you could probably picture. Um and I wasn't really into lifting or working out, nor did I really play a sport. So I wasn't a very active person, uh, as to say. So during COVID, not being active and not playing sports led to me just sitting at home and eating and gaining a whole bunch of weight, which actually ended up putting me in like a very like dark time in my life, whether that came to just being because I was overweight, like extremely like I was clocking in like five foot eight 225 pounds like you could do the math that's extremely extremely unhealthy so it was taking a toll on my mental health and physical health and coming out of COVID I remember I was just like I hate the way I look I hate the stuff I'm doing mentally it was really strenuous on me and just all together I just like needed change in my life so going to the gym for me was like that change I remember I started the day after every one of my college applications was due senior year. So I think I joined my gym on like November 2nd of 2021. And I was clocking in at 225 pounds, benching, I think like 100 pounds, maybe nine. No, it was actually 95. I was struggling to get a bar with 25 on each side up. And I think it just gave me discipline in my life. I was surrounded by friends who just really wanted the best for me. I was surrounded by yeah friends who wanted the best for me people in the gym who were just like there they would hear about my lifting journey and just like love to ask questions about it and love to be intrigued about it and I I learned more about myself through lifting I learned more about the things I was capable of doing through lifting long story short I actually within six months was able to lose 70 pounds got my bench up to I think I'm benching like 190 now which is way more than body weight since I've weigh like 150 155 right now so it's I've taken a crazy different journey than Austin and a third while theirs was more they were smaller smaller people that kind of get had to gain weight to to gain muscle mine was kind of I needed to get I needed to pull myself out of that bad mental and physical state and needed to lose weight and then actually gain that muscle at the same time so honestly I think like I'm 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 gonna like make this takeaway and then you guys can like talk about it. I think no matter what different path we all take, going to the gym has helped, at least for the three of us in the room, find ourselves mentally, physically, and then also show us truly what we are capable of and the things that we can do and taught us just discipline in life. You guys can expand on that there if you look like you wanna say something. Uh yeah, I mean I completely agree with that. I think it like kinda goes back to the point we said earlier, like it just it keeps you accountable. It keeps you disciplined. And I think regardless of which facet of life you want to go in, whether it's academics, obviously, I'm not playing tennis anymore. I'm not into athletics as much. But regardless of where you want to go in life, discipline, consistency, and accountability are the three things that take you a long way. I think that's what the gym has really equipped all of us with. Yeah. Uh, Span on Isar's thing real quick. Losing that number of weight, like numbers don't lie. You know, losing 70 pounds, something to be proud of for sure. But I got a, I got a question for you real quick because I, I love hearing answers like this because, you know, it could be a perspective opener for some people. Like what would you say back to that kid? That was about a year ago, right? Yeah, dude, it was, it was so much more recent than like I think of it because I'll see old pictures of myself. I'm like, damn, that was me. Like 
like it's just hard to think. So yeah, yeah. Continue with your question. Yeah, seventy pounds in a year is something else. Yeah. So what would you say to that kid? Maybe maybe someone that's not in the best shape. Maybe they're a little younger than you. What would be your message to them? Uh, put me on the spot. But my message would probably be just get get active. Whether that's I like being active has just showed me so much. Just whether that obviously for me it was physical and mental health and the gym was my way of getting active but you want to start swimming like start swimming you want to play football play like play football soccer whatever it is just get active i've noticed like being active is what keeps my mental health in check what keeps my obviously physical health in check and i've noticed it honestly here this this past semester and these first few semesters more than ever or first few weeks of this semester more than ever when I haven't had time to work out it's just it just bothers me that like I can't work out it becomes part of your life and I think like if I was talking to myself a year ago I would just push myself it it honestly does not matter where you start I went to a gym which was honestly full of bodybuilders like they the guys on the bench would just be repping out two plates and like I can't even bench two plates today and they would just be repping out two plates. And that just, like, taught me it's not about where you start. It's about where you finish. Just getting started on that journey is what matters the most. So, honestly, that's what I would tell myself if I was talking to myself a year ago. Yeah, to add on to that, I think um, me and Austin were actually chatting with one of our one of my friends back home. And I think the really cool thing about what he said is, like, just getting started is everything in life is it's just an exponential compounding. Uh, whether, it, I mean whether it's like a business, like you really have to get the like the ball rolling. It's really a snowball effect. And the more you go to the gym every day, if you get like three days in a row, you know, you get to a week in a row, after two weeks of going consistently, I'm sure we can all speak to this, after two weeks of going consistently, it just becomes a habit. And you don't even think about it anymore. It's just a part of who you are, and it's only an uphill trend from there. Yeah, that's a great point. I think another underrated point as well is the more that you go to the gym, the more you're exposed to people like I, I met, a th- I didn't meet a third through the gym, but that's something we bonded over. But I met Isar actually in the sauna. Inter- interesting story. But even now, like, okay, don't take this the wrong way, right? But I, the only reason that I go to the sauna now at the time I do is because I genuinely enjoy the people in there because they're just, they're people that want to go through adversity, people that want to challenge themselves, people that want to better their lives. And those people, I love surrounding myself with them because it keeps motivating me to do the same thing. And I think the gym and gym, the gym as a lifestyle is a, is a great place for that. Obviously, you know, you could run into some big, big egos. There's, there's a lot of other, there's a lot of bad apples in any environment that you go to. But in general, I think everyone at the gym can be, a, has the potential to be an amazing influence on your life. So. Oh yeah. It's really about surrounding yourself with people who make you better, who push you. And honestly, who people who can tell you like, yo, like you need to fix this, you know, you need people who are real, not people who just are like, oh, everything's okay. Everything's like happy. You need people who are going to be like, nah, dude, like you got to get on this. Like your diet is, is horrible. You got to fix it. You know, I think that's one of the things that I'm really happy. I met these two like Isar and Austin because there have been times, obviously, like with everything else where I've not been accountable and Austin and Isar, they both just, they can say it straight up to my face. They're like, yo, like, you didn't get what you, were, you said you'd get done. Like, get on it, you know? So I think it's really surrounding yourself with those type of people. Yeah, you really, like, I've noticed it more now than ever before. Because here we are in college and we're away from our families. And the closest friends you have 
have become our families now. So those are the people we're surrounded by the most. I eat with Austin and Thurv at least probably like once a day. I'm with them all the time. Me and Thurv are in the same business frat. Like I'm with them all the time. Now we have this podcast going. It's just the people who will push you to be better are the people you want to be surrounded by, which is basically what Thurv said. These are people that I'm surrounded by that will never sugarcoat anything. If I'm doing something wrong, they'll let me know. If I'm like struggling with something, they'll be there to help me also. But it's just you want to be surrounded by the people that will that truly want the best for you. Yeah, and with that, I think that's a good transition in our last little section of let's just cover a couple whys, right? Like why why did we start to define trajectory? We already covered a podcast a little bit, but let's just go into define trajectory. What skills did we want to build? What was the what was the genesis for it? Yeah, so I think I think there's a couple answers I'm going to give to this, but let me just start with this. When you come to college, I'm not I'm sure it's not just a U of I thing, it's every college across the US. It's a very corporate oriented culture. And what I mean by that is everyone is just focused about okay, I want to get into these RSOs, I want to go to this job after college, I want to get this internship. Which is all great, you know. These are all stuff that will definitely benefit your life. There are things that I do as well. There are things that they do as well. But I feel like in this rat race sometimes, we kind of lose our creativity. We lose our original thinking. And we lose our ability to really do stuff that we truly care about. So the one of the reasons for the why, for the why defined trajectory, why are we creating this whole like podcast, this whole brand? We don't know where this is going to be, honestly, in four years. But what we do know is we're doing something we love. We're learning skills that we never thought we'd learn, and we're doing something for ourselves, something truly unique that we can say we're proud of, you know? Not everyone can say that they've made our, their own business, and we, 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 we take pride in the fact that we're trying to do something like that. We, it's obviously not big yet, but hopefully one day it is going to be big. So that's one of the reasons we're doing it. The second reason is, again, we've done this for Austin and Eastar, you'd say about like one or two months, right? Um, yeah, one or two months, and... I can say with confidence I have met at least 15 to 20 people that I know I would have never met without doing this. And these are not just people I'm friends with. These are people who can mentor us in ways that I could have never found before. These are people who are so valuable and so good at what they do and have so much to offer, so much we can learn from, and hopefully we can teach them a little bit too, but so much we can learn from. And I think those are the two most valuable things you can get out of something like this. Yeah, great great points for sure. I think as well as for me when in the in the first semester here, this whole getting home into my dorm at like two o'clock and then realizing I have ten hours to do whatever I want was a crazy realization for me. Cause when high school I'm just running around, I'm going straight from school to work, I'm going straight from work to baseball practice and then the next day I have like bowling or something crazy like that. So I was just always used to running around and then I come here and then I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't involved in anything right away. I'm I'm obviously not playing a sport. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta try something, you know, I gotta something that I'm going to grind for. And then we're just sitting down at the lunch table one day, just talking about, you know, just life. And then, uh, we had just got done lifting and a third was like to me, he was like, you know, you know, man, you honestly, you know, like a lot about lifting. I think that like you should you should try and do something with that. Like that's some valuable information that can provide a lot of value to people's lives. And that was pretty much where this all started. We were like, we just took with it and ran. And that's not to say a third knows a lot as well. Um, 
but Thurb's also specializing more in like the back end business stuff just because again like, I've been doing this a little bit longer. Uh he's definitely better when it comes to all the business stuff than me. Um so we're specializing just because it makes more sense, you know. But yeah, that's how this all started and then I mean we just took it and ran with it. It's been awesome. I've I've loved everyone I've worked with to be honest. They've all been they've all been interesting conversations for sure cuz you know I'll I'll be I'll be talking about something like shoulder external rotation or something and then maybe we'll make a joke we'll laugh and it's all about building the relationships and then that that's irreplaceable i've said it enough times already but why why the podcast we'll, we'll switch it up real quick i'll, I'll let it, you start to take the mic here yeah i mean we mentioned a little earlier why the podcast it was just to kind of learn more from people on campus but Honestly, I want to talk a little bit about why the bigger brand rather than why just the podcast. And I think you guys can touch on this a little bit too. Um, why the bigger brand is honestly, we were just going for trying to make better human beings out of the people that like the best human being that we can out of the people that we are, whether that be through learning more from the podcast or whether that be through creating discipline from working out and creating a healthier lifestyle from working out. It's just all together. We're behind the same mission. So that was kind of why we came together and also we're, we're friends. I mean, we discussed our ideas. We thought it would be a great uh, merger and it clearly is since the, the, the topics of the podcast and the, and the mission behind Define Trajectory both go for that similar lifestyle, creating the best life out of what you have type of mentality. And I mean, yeah, that's just the bigger brand. The podcast is more just... Obviously, it's, this is this episode is about the the motive behind Define Trajectory and the combined uh, company. But honestly, the podcast, like I mentioned earlier, is more just for people to learn from all these insanely brilliant people we've met on this campus and just understand like what it takes to maybe not necessarily be like them, but to get so good at one thing and so passionate about one thing that you can come on our podcast and talk about it for 30, 40 minutes, however long you want to, and just give your two cents to the people that are listening to Overdue. A third of Austin, anyone who wants to add on that, go ahead. Austin, you got it. I think that was a great point, and uh, I think I'm looking at the timer. I think we might as well wrap it up here. I think we had a great conversation. We covered everything that we wanted to. Uh, I know we gained something from this conversation. I hope you guys did as well. And uh, have a good rest of your day, rest of your night, whenever you listen to this. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. One last time, I just want to say thanks to our guest at Thurv. Say what's up, bro. Yo, thank you guys so much, and yeah. looking forward to seeing you guys more on these podcasts. Yeah, for sure. All right, overdue out. See you guys later.